0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, first, Martinez. Welcome back. It's good to have you here. On the show today, Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. Also, Norm was inducted in 2017 and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular here. And one of my favorite things about Norm is that he's probably the straightest shooter I know. Always fun to have him on the show. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back.
1: Nice to be back, Bert. Um, Everything's going good now. I mean, the Democrats are finally getting their act together. And um, in in Congress, they passed the infrastructure bill, which is is going to be huge. You know, that's a trillion dollars that just they they pump into the economy. It looks like this Build Back Better, they're they're going to pass something. I mean, this is just all politics, uh, but something will come out of that, and that'll be around another trillion and a half, you know, trillion and three-quarter dollars. So the Democrats are going to pump this economy. And I think that's what you're seeing in the stock market. It's been up um, uh, 5,000 points on the Dow since uh, um, Biden took over. And uh, we just had some great job numbers. You know, we had 500,000, over 500,000 new jobs um, were created. 531,000 new jobs were created uh, last month. And so it's, it's, things are starting to really pump up. It's, it's pretty consistent if you look back to the 1920s when we came out of a pandemic and a war and um, the economy took off on its own then because the, it was, our government was pretty small and laissez-faire. But And the stock market took up, and that had a great deal to do with it then, and I think it has a great deal to do with it now. People have a lot of extra money, um, both from work. And from investments, and they're going to spend it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and the the thing that people have to realize is that it's not unlike the the other money that both the Republicans and the Democrats have 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 uh, thrown uh, into the system. This is an infrastructure bill that's going to cause. More jobs to be created because it's going to help. Uh, it, it's you know it's to uh, expand and repair our infrastructure. So that means that more people are going to get to work.
1: Yeah, if you look at the last month's uh, uh, report on where the jobs were created, uh, the five hundred thousand, uh, a hundred and sixty thousand of it, or close to a third, were in leisure and hospitality. And uh, that's where it was. There was only, um, uh, in construction, 44,000. But you're going to see that turn around with this infrastructure build. There's going to be a lot more uh, construction jobs, um, jobs for people that um, uh, don't necessarily have to have a college education for a lot lot of jobs in in these fields. You know, you have um, manufacturing, transportation, warehousing, um, construction, retail, all of these are jobs that uh, don't require um, a substantial education, but what you're also going to see at the same time is because there's so many jobs that have been created and because people need workers, their salaries uh, and wages are going to go up. So it's, it's going to be a win-win situation. People are going to be making more money. There's going to be more money around, and things will be booming. And, then you know, like I say, I think that we're in for the another round of the roaring 20s. I really do. And at the same time, unfortunately, there's going to be some abuses by employers, and this is what the employees have to watch out for that they're not giving them free time you know they, they shouldn't be working through their their lunches without getting um, extra pay or their rest breaks they shouldn't be uh, a working startup time and closing time off the clock you know and this is what we do um at, at our firm is we protect people from these wage and hour violations and california is a great state to be in because we have some of the highest wages in the wages in the country and the reason is, is because here, attorneys, private attorneys, can protect employees from uh, wage theft. But overall, in the economy, we're just going to see finally that um, wages are going to catch up with with productivity. I really feel like we're on our way to that, and this is going to be a great uh, eight or nine years. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully another at least another six or seven with the Democrats in, because I think it makes a difference. And I think people are going to start to realize it makes a difference who they elect uh, into Congress as to what um, laws are going to be passed, because this never would have happened in a Republican administration.
0: Right, right. You know what, and, and uh, one of the things, again, that, that, uh, that I'm seeing anyway, and I, I want to get your take on this, is we, we have a lot of companies posting record profits uh but yet the uh wages have not started to go up or haven't haven't gone up significantly, right? I mean we're looking at people who are still making uh companies, billion dollar companies that are offering 12, 13, 14, maybe as high as 15 dollars an hour. Meanwhile, housing, food, everything is going up. And you know, we have this massive uh, uh what do you call it something like a thousand cargo ships that can't unload the stuff that they have uh, because uh, the trucks aren't there to, to unload. So, well, so yeah, it, it's crazy. Go ahead. It's
1: not, yeah, it's not just uh um that, but it, what you're looking at for example is truck drivers. They haven't been trained, but people are shifting into those jobs. Those jobs are $25 an hour jobs. Those are yes. $50,000, $60,000 uh, a year jobs. And, you know, rising tide, as we've always said, floats all ships. The velocity of the money out there is such that the companies, not only can they afford to pay uh, more, they have to pay more because they're all competing in just like Bank I mean, Bank of America has some pretty sharp economists, you know, doing their projections for them, and, uh, you know, they're not giving away money, but, but they said by um, 2025, everybody in, that works for Bank of America, everybody will be making at least $25 an hour. And that's where we're headed, and that's the, the, the you know, it should be 25 in 25, that should be the, the theme, you know, not uh, – 15 anymore. I mean we're we're past long past that point. And $25 an hour, that's $50,000 a year. That gets you gets you into the ballpark you know poverty levels about 27,000. So you're above the poverty level, you're making money. There's still some government subsidies that I think are coming in, you know, child care, pre-K uh paid for. These are coming in the next round. And so your, your your kids are going to you know you got to get your kids in school early, and this is going to help, and the jobs will help that help you pay for it, and the legislation will help people pay for it. So, I'm I'm fairly optimistic now uh, because we have a Democratic Congress and Senate and President, but this could all go away, uh, you know, by the election. You know, we're a year away from an election, and um, people, you know, they, they seem to be a bit frustrated now. But my expectation is is by the next election that the economy will be booming such that everybody's going to realize they're much better off uh, with um, you know, Democrats in, more money in their own pocket, the stock market going up, uh, their companies making money. And, and I don't see, foresee a lot of you know, higher interest rates or inflation because this is real productivity. It's not just, you know, made up numbers. These these are numbers that go into the whole system. And when you have that, you don't have inflation. It's it's real productivity. So I think, you know, we're on to it as long as we, we don't switch ships, you know, going into this next election. And I think uh, Biden has done, started to show the, everybody the kind of job he can do. I mean, he's you know, he's not the fastest uh, guy on the track, but he, you know, he gets to the finish line and does a nice job with it, and he's going to do it with this build back better plan that he's got.
0: Yeah, well, and and, and here's the deal, look, and it doesn't, uh, I, I should say, people have to realize that steering the um, steering America, managing America. It's like it's like a massive ship with a tiny uh, rudder, right? I mean, it, it takes time. Uh, once something gets approved, and, and sometimes even if it, you know, even when the president has uh, all the power, it still takes time for it to go into effect. And so, something that is that is signed into law today, we may not feel it or even see it for 12 to 18 months it just takes time.
1: Yeah, it does take time. I think um you know Biden was involved in the um when we had the last the great recession and he was responsible for getting the money out there um in 2009 and he did a good job at it so he kind of knows the system, and I think he knows the phone calls to make and the buttons to push. So I'm optimistic that he, he'll get it into the system because the key is, as you and I have talked about a long time ago, is the velocity of money, putting the money in the hands of the people that will spend it. And that this is what uh, President Biden's trying to do. You know, President Trump, he was the guy that wanted to put money in the hands of the people that had it. And uh, it's understandable. That's the Republican way. Uh, that's what they believe in. Um, what they want to do is, is is concentrate the money into the people that have it, and and they try to sell that to a frustrated labor force and people out of jobs and people, you know, upset with their way of life. But that's going to diminish as as more and more people have more and more money to spend, and they, and they have money for child care and they they have uh money you know from their jobs and they're getting a, a living wage uh where they're making money and and I I think they, and they all come back into the workforce I think we're going to see that so it's it's just a question of the, of the ultimate philosophy of the party that all you're right. putting into power it's because as you know it's there's no stronger and more cohesive voting block than Republicans, they are. And to their credit, they never lose anybody. And, you know, when they vote as a block, they vote as a block. You know, the only time I've, I've ever seen it not is when um, uh, Senator McCain went against uh, destroying the uh, um, Obamacare Affordable Care Act, and that's that affordable care act we we the number of lives that have been saved as a result of people having uh, health insurance as a result of that act uh, it, you, you can't calculate how important right. that's been to so, so many people and and people have to realize that when they vote for a republican at any level their job is to put more money in the hands of the people that have it and that that's what they want to do and it, right, right. democrat that's That's just their philosophy, and it's I respect that because they represent management. this This is a as we said many, many times, this is an adversary system, and it really we're seeing it more and more as the parties become more and more entrenched in their philosophies, that um, the Democrats are the party of the people, and the idea is to put more and more money into the hands of people that'll spend it. And the Republicans, their idea is to put money, more and more money in the hands of the people that have it. And you, everything else is an oh-by-the-way. When you vote for a Republican, if you if you aren't a person of means and you don't have money, you shouldn't be voting for a Republican. Right. You, well, sh- and you and should I'll be you voting what, for I, a Democrat. Uh,
0: uh, what do you call it? Uh, a while back, uh, I had the... Uh, pleasure of, of having uh dinner with uh, former governor arnold schwarzenegger and you know one of the things that that I, I like about him uh is that he's not a party line toter type of republican right he he's uh he has a uh, what do you call it uh he he he, he breaks from the, the 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 party line quite often uh when it comes to things like education, he, you know, he says he doesn't understand how educating our children became a political thing. And, 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 right. and, and I agree. Right. I mean, look, of course. we all, we all benefit by having an educated society. Uh, we're going to be, you know, we're, we're, everybody uh, is going to benefit from that. That's one of the fastest way to get people out of poverty is give them an education that they can apply. Um, healthcare, you know, he, he's 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 basically a, a Democrat when it comes to healthcare reform. Uh, he, he's, you know, he he doesn't uh, understand why. Uh, again, uh, the the what do you call it? Called, the climate thing has become such a yep. big political riff, and and right. and I think that look for the most part. Governor Schwarzenegger is a capitalist. He's an entrepreneur. He's got several businesses. Uh, just like you and I, he wants to make as much profit as possible. But at the same time, you know, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you got to look and say, hey, are we doing the best that we can for our constituents? Are we actually edifying our citizenship? You know, are we helping people find jobs? Are we getting people to a higher education so they can get off of the government cheese, so to speak. And I think that that is really the goal of government is to try to get people to be as independent as possible. You're not gonna be able to get 100% independence because there are some people who who, because of mental issues or medical issues or whatever, are going to need our help, period. However, if we can reduce that, everybody wins.
1: Oh, you couldn't be more correct in everything you've just said. Starting with uh, education, in the and education, the pre-K is the, is the most important time for for kids to be in school and to learn and to have teachers and to to start because that's when your brain is is developing. And if, by the same token, not only that, people have to get out of the house to have jobs so that they can work and and pay for childcare. And this idea of Build Back Better, that's where they're focused on because they're focused on child care to get people that can get out of the house, back to work, and pay for pre-K for the kids in in, the, in this development stage. And so this is – everything you say is 100 is percent correct. We have to address climate change. There's no question about it. And we're all going to have to you know chip in and, and change our ways a bit. And I think we're we're on our way. They're part of Build Back Better is they're gonna put in spend I don't know how many hundreds of billions of dollars on electric charging stations across the country. So that not just Tesla has the ability to charge and drive across the country, but every all the Fords and the F one fifties and all everything out there, this is a new way of life, but it's not gonna happen if the if the concept is to put more money in the hands of people that have it. Right. And right, you know, we we have to get the money to, we have to put the money in the hands of people that are going to spend it. And, and at the end of the day, it'll make more money in the stock market for the people that have it because the companies will make more money. They'll be more profitable. They'll pay higher labor costs, yes, but they'll be more profitable across the board. They'll be making more money. And so it's it's all good. And, I, and, you know, Biden in his own, you know, uh, slow way is going to e- expose all of that and show all of it. And, and the Democrats, you know, they're on a very tough, tough spot here. And in, in the re is going to come up in uh, this, this next year. We all have to watch out for it is to make sure we, we we vote for Democrats so that we can continue on this course, because it's you know, we list still. Fortunately, we still live in a democracy. And so we want to keep our democracy, which uh, Trump is trying and tried to destroy unsuccessfully um, on January 6th, fortunately. And so we're on a, a slender thread between the authoritarian government and the democracy. And what you're seeing now is the fruits of how a democracy can work when people get together and vote for the common-sense thing that help people. I mean, it's really not that hard to understand. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, roadblocks that that are put in the way, but that's what it's all about. What is going to make America a better place to live for more people, which in turn will make America a better place to live for all people? You know, a rising tide, as we said, Floats all ships right and it floats the ships of the captain and the admiral and the crew and everybody and that's that's the magic of a rising tide, but when you end up putting uh you know all the money in the people that have it, the tide can't rise because there's nobody working and fortunately we've escaped that we're on our way to a you know a much better place over the uh, the next two years, three years and hopefully the next five years or seven years that we can keep this going. So um you know I can't emphasize that more and, and you know all the listeners should take this to heart. We, you know whenever they're out there and, and they're going to be voting, you know, one is to cherish your vote and two is is to vote for someone that's that cares about the people who are the Democrats, not the Republicans, because that's not their job.
0: Right. You know, you know, and, and what's uh, uh, what do you call it? What's fascinating to me is, as you mentioned earlier, look, Republicans tend to side with labor. They tend to side with uh, capitalists, and helping people, helping companies expand their market, is a good thing. And by expanding their market, they get to hire more people, which is also a good thing. It's a win-win scenario. And, and, and it, I just find it interesting that sometimes they just don't see that. They see hiring people as uh, as an expense, but you don't hire people just for, for grins, right? You're hiring people because your business is growing, and therefore you need more people, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I, I think they all the uh, people in management have learned over the pandemic that you have to pay more to get employees because there's just a shortage of employees, healthy employees that are out there capable of working and willing to work. And so they're just not going to go back into um, the back end of a kitchen of a restaurant unless they're going to get $20 an hour. And that's what's right. happening. I mean, that's where they that's what they're going to pay and they're not going to go and work on a ship if they're not making at least $25 an hour. And they're not going to drive a truck unless they're making at least $30 an hour. So everybody realizes that you have to pay more because you're not going to, you're it's not a question of you're going to get the employee anymore. You're not going to get an employee. You can't fill your uh, your your kitchen staff. You can't uh, uh, fill the uh, cabin of a truck if you don't pay more. These people are not gonna, you know, go back to those jobs. It's just it's not going to happen. And I think business, you know, judging from Bank of America what they're doing, understand that. And so the the concept of twenty five and twenty in twenty by twenty five is a real concept that people need to take into consideration because that's really where we're headed, and that's what we should be talking about. By the time 25 comes up, uh, we have our uh, you know presidential election already by, uh, by us, and hopefully Biden will win again and be be healthy. Uh, that we should be people should be making 25 dollars an hour. The stock market, uh, by a Dow as a measure, should be about o oh, forty forty five thousand, and uh, everybody's making money. And there there is education for pre- I mean, I'm very optimistic And we can get there uh, With the Democrats But we're not going to get there With the Republicans You know, Bert, we've talked about For a long time Hey, I I don't want to sound colloquial But, you know, I have a lot of friends Who are Republicans And I like them And I understand their position Why not? I mean, I, I have a lot of friends Who represent companies, too and, you know, we may be, we're may in an adversary system. I'm a lawyer. I represent employees. Many, many lawyers that represent employers. We all get along, and there's a different philosophy. But I don't expect the, that the employees to vote for pro-management uh, representatives. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you've got to use your, your head, and you follow the money. And if you want to make more money and you want to have more money and you want your children to have a better education and better opportunity and you want this country to uh, get past the, the climate crisis and, and move on, you've got to be there to vote for a Democrat because they're the ones, as as proven by the infrastructure bill and hopefully will be proven again by the Build Back Better bill, they're the ones that are going to put money in the hands of the labor people, people, working day folks and their
0: families. Right. Absolutely correct. You know, and again, look, I like the fact that, that, uh, you know, you put it out there, you're being very transparent. It is an adversarial system. And that is, and that is just part of our system. Uh, and, and there, there are some benefits to having this adversarial system. So there's checks and balances. Both sides have good ideas especially when they you know come together uh, what what is so distracting and so counterproductive is when you have individuals and this happens on both sides of the aisle where they point fingers and and they're using for lack of better terms you know hate speech or de- derogatory comments look if you have if you have a a an intelligent argument, let's hear it. But if all you're doing is, is toting the line for the sake of toting the line, then, you know, you may want to check what your, you know, what your goal is, because again, ultimately it's, it's gotta be a uh, government's job. Politicians only job is in, in my opinion is to better every, you know, is to better things for the voters, right? For us, the voters. and, and, and this is where we get into trouble because they see things differently. But, but bottom line is, it's an adversarial system. It's the system that we have to work with, and it's it's not going to change. And yeah. people, you know, you're a big fan of saying this, and I agree. You, you gotta you gotta follow the money. What's going to be better for you and your family? And if you vote in that in that sense, then you, you should be good.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know. Look, um, there's a, Democrats can go too far too. We know that. You know, we got right. Bernie, who's a, who's a little bit off uh, out of the trees, and AOC, and and these are, are are persons that need to be reined in from the side. You know, they, they want to punish management. The idea is not to punish people that are are prosperous. The idea is is to make them more prosperous and at the same time bring more people under the tent. And so, Machen for all the criticism he's receiving and cinema, I think they're on the, the the right concept is let's not, you know, go off the rails. Let's not uh, make it such that we punish people. Let's make it such that everybody's a winner. And yeah. I, I think that that's what they're trying to say. I mean, it gets lost in the, uh, all of the ballyhoo on, on TV and, 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 and everything, but, you know, they had a lot of crazy ideas, the, the progressive Democrats that just weren't going to fly. And once you start talking about punishing people, then now you're really going to make the system not work. Right, you know, right. The,
0: the, it, it, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's it's wrong-minded, it's un-American uh, to punish people just because they prospered. And the funny thing is, since you mentioned uh, Mr. Sanders Is He's a very prosperous guy You know he, yeah. he's not living He's not a broke individual You know they report his 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 wealth to be in the millions And I don't know how accurate it is Whether it's 3 million or 10 million or whatever But it's it's in the millions And it's just funny to me That here's a guy who Is kind of being hypocritical
1: Yeah it's you know it's unfortunate you know that that the idea of, of, of punishing people for being successful in the capitalist system is is something that that they think about. I mean it's it makes no sense to me. No, I want to I want to give them the incentive to build more, to spend, have their companies spend more in this country to be more prosperous. And so Musk is not wrong. You know and his idea, You know now if they're they're coming after his assets. That's that's wrong-minded. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. No. It is. It is. And and it's not what has built America. No. And and again, look, you and I are small business operators, uh, and, and and we want to be as prosperous as possible. And because we, the more we prosper the more we can hire, the more we prosper, the more benefits that we can give to the people that are already working for us. And, and, and the more we prosper, the more we can support our communities through charitable organizations. I, again, back to what you said about uh, what do you call it? A rising tide, uh, right? Yeah. You know, this- yeah. And, and so yeah. You, you cannot, you cannot, punish people for being prosperous and successful and then expect them uh, you know to not you know and, and then expect them to turn around and help their communities because you're you're you know it just doesn't work
1: it no, it doesn't work and you know how many times are you going to tax the same dollars you take the income tax out and then if they take the income tax out they you know, they want to tax it again as an asset and tax it again as an estate asset. That's all wrong-minded. I mean, that's just yeah. punishing people for being successful. Sure, you tax your income. That's, that's just the way it is. That's what the, the Constitution says. But after that, there shouldn't be taxes on, on appreciating assets or taxes on estates. I mean, how many times are you going to tax the same thing?
0: right right and and you know there, there's an article out there uh Peter Thiel uh who's one of the co-founders of uh, PayPal and he's uh uh he, he's he's a venture capitalist and, and a very very successful investor one of the things that he did by the way I thought uh, and this is a strategy that everybody has access to is is that through his self-directed IRA he bought uh Thousands of shares of PayPal, and now those shares are worth billions of dollars. And Congress is upset because those billions of dollars won't be taxed. They're sitting in his retirement account,
1: and that's that's a a
0: strategy. Yeah, that's perfectly legal. Perfectly legal, and it's something that that we all can have access to, and and it's a great model to follow, follow. And 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 it's something that really that all Americans should look at and be taught and 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 take advantage of. But Congress, who by the way, are, are very for the most part are, are fairly wealthy individuals, they want to stop that. They 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 are appalled that he's got billions of dollars in there that won't be taxed. And they want to well, change that. And it's just like again, you're punishing people for being smart with their money. It just doesn't make sense.
1: No, and, and you know we're in a, a nice sweet spot now because there's 50 senators, and we're we're going to get Build Back Better passed, but it's not going to be something that's you know astronomically off the charts that we're going to have to punish people by taxing them higher. No, it, we're going to have it somewhere in the sweet spot. So I think we're we're lucky right now, but we have to keep electing, have a Democratic majority at least in the House, and and in the Senate. You're always protected by the filibuster anyway, but you have at least have more than 50 uh, Democrats in the Senate to to protect us. And I think that's where we're headed, Uh, but you can't go too far one way or the other. And I think the Republicans went way too far when they were in. I mean, it was just that's why uh, the Republicans lost. And so, you know, you, you have to be careful. I mean, people are pretty smart and they get it. And they could see what, what you know what was happening, and the corporations had their taxes cut and, and high income earners. you know remember before um, Reagan came in, passive income in this country, uh, like from uh, owning treasury bills or dividends or other passive income in the uh, early seventies, was taxed at ninety percent It's the upper rate.
0: Right, which so it's crazy to this think is about where, that.
1: yeah, this is where we were after the second world war to to balance the budget. they just really taxed everything. There's a lot of loopholes in those tax systems, but in any event, that was the highest rate if you didn't uh, use those loopholes. They cut out the loopholes and brought the rates down to like thirty eight percent now it is is for uh, income, so it's a lot different, but this is where we are, but it's the system has worked as long as we you know we maintain our democracy that's what scares me is we have these crazy people out there saying that Trump won the election i mean these people are nuts and uh, they're afraid of him and they shouldn't be afraid of him don't fear a, uh, a an oligarch don't fear a dictator don't fear someone that that doesn't speak the truth they should disown him and hopefully he'll be indicted soon in georgia and we can do it. and his political career will end in the shame he should face for what he tried to do to steal the election. Stop the steal was him. That's what the whole idea was, is trying to stop him, and we haven't stopped it yet. There's still these crazy people out there. How can you say in, in, in today's world with all the electronics and everything and all the recounts, any way, shape, or form, that Trump won the election, he lost by 7 million votes? And that's what happened. And he's still uh, saying this now. He should be exposed for what he is. The king has no clothes. He's a fraud. And let's well put and, him behind and, us.
0: And and I you know I, I think that uh, the the Republicans who have stood up to Trump, uh, who have you know uh, denounced him. Uh, these people need to be celebrated a little bit more. Uh, yes. So I think more people would would come on board. Uh, it, it, it's you know a couple of lessons to learn from that is that you can't you you can't be uh, what do you call it uh, this toxic kind of person. It's not what you do but how you do it, and it's it, and it's not what you say but how you say it. And and when you have somebody who is being so aggressively toxic. And 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 yeah, I mean people people just had enough. Both Republicans yeah. and Democrats just they couldn't take it anymore. Um, yeah,
1: and, and it's time to stand up, everybody, stand up against this fraud. He tried to destroy our democracy. I mean, how m- more horrible can you get? Of everything else, all for his own aggrandizement. This is this is this is something that everybody should say, and they should be ashamed. To, to, to support him in this idea. Stop the steal means stop Trump because he was the one that tried to steal the election and all the evidence is coming out.
0: Right. I mean, and, 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 it, and, and, and I want to, I want to say this, since we're talking about crazy. So right now, one of, uh, one of the, one of the things that that I find fascinating is that no matter how weird or how landish the conspiracy is, uh, they support it, right? And even when that conspiracy, you know, like they had, I think it was August 13th, Trump was going to, you know, people were going to be arrested and Trump was going to go back into office. Well, that came and went, and there was a, and, and they came up with, with an excuse why that didn't work out. But in this case, the, the, the latest, craziest thing that they've come up with is that um, they actually have people who, who are outfitted with Trump Kennedy for 2014 and they have the latest conspiracy is, is that John F Kennedy jr. Who as everyone knows has been dead for, I don't know, 20 plus years is, is coming back that he's not really dead, but that he's been, you know, uh, that he's going to come back and, and, uh, and he's going to somehow, you know, work with uh, former President Trump, and it's just well, like these people right live in fantasy tell you everything. Thing. I mean, when, when you know why not, you know why not Elvis Presley at this point? But it just it just goes to show you that um, how out of reality all this stuff is, and. and and the people who are creating these these uh, outlandish conspiracies, all I can think of is they must be just laughing, thinking, "Man, there there, there is nothing that these people won't believe."
1: Well, the, the irony of it is, is that you know, and the Republicans and my, and my friends that are Republicans, the ones that stand up like Romney, they should be encouraged. You're right. The, the, There's great Republicans out there but they have to stand up and 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 disassociate themselves from from Trump as for what he is he's he wants to be a dictator and he wants to destroy our democracy well yeah. i don't think anybody should stand for that for a minute and uh, they should call him out for what he is and go ahead and 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 move on and don't be afraid to tell the truth and you know don't be afraid to call Trump what he is he's a fraud He's a crook, and he should end up going to prison, and I think he's going to be indicted in Georgia for attempted voter fraud and extortion. So we can only hope that that happens and the jury finds him guilty, and maybe that will put an end to his, his reign, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they'll come up for, I'm sure, something else. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Norm, thank you so much. We're out of time. Always always good to have you on this show and looking forward to having you soon.
1: All right, Bert, all the best, and everybody, and, uh, you know, stay safe and happy holidays.
0: Good stuff there from America's Most Trusted Lawyer, Norm Blumenthal, also uh, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. If you have questions about uh, anything regarding employment, check out uh, Norm. His website is BAM, B-A-M, law, ca com. That's bamlawca.com. He'll be glad to answer your questions. I don't know. Are we crazy? Are the Republicans right? Are the Democrats wrong? Is JFK Jr. coming back from the dead? Let me know what you think. Crazy stuff happening. But as always, my friends, thank you so much. Let's share this episode with everyone you know. And again, if you have some comments or uh, thoughts, let me know. I'm available on all social media. Remember, you were created to Monday succeed. Lunch, and check
1: out
0: our website. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch and check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.